0: Good morning. Breakfast with the broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. So we have uh, pretty exciting things uh, going on at Breakfast with the Broker, and uh, you know we have an exciting guest. And there really is uh, no intro for her, but uh, we're going to try and do this. And now, by way of Dallas, Texas, she is the national director of marketing and business development at All My Sons Moving and Storage. She graduated from Duquesne University with a B.A. in communications. She is a ninja grinja. She is an Instagram guru. She also is the queen of ice sculptures. She is Jameson, 150 proof Irish woman, (laughs) Olsen. I love it. I love it. You know,
1: what's funny is when my mom, when, when, when I was able to drink, my sister and I went to Long Island with my parents, and uh, my mom said oh, we're going to make my famous piña coladas. And about an hour and a half later, we were getting yelled at because we, we were a little bit drunk, and uh, we're a lot drunk actually. <laughs> and my the next morning, I look in the um, trash. My mom knows nothing about alcohol, and she had um she had made the piña coladas with
0: 151. <laughs> so, oh my um, god! <laughs> so
1: my mom, you need to
0: apologize for yelling at us. <laughs> yeah, she, that was her point, though. She knew it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She wanted, so, you to, she wanted you to get so sick that you'll you'll never pick up another drink again.
1: Pretty right much. Pretty
0: much so <laughs> so. well, good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. We, uh, we really appreciate it. And listen, you know, um, you know, we've seen you at events. We've seen you all around. We've seen you do Instagram classes, social media classes and such. Um, but, uh, you know, we're we're here to talk a little bit about um, moving and storage. And, you know, it's kind of a, um, a term that people don't really like to use <laughs> these days. Um, just from, you know, the moving and storage experience, the customer experience, trying to improve on that. Take us a little bit uh, through what the customer's experience would be with All My Sons.
1: So with with All My Sons, our customer experience is, it's a little different than other moving companies. Um, You know, our our motto is let our family move yours. And we really, really, no matter where you are in the country, no matter how big or how small your move is, um, that's really what we we live by and we wanna go by. So um, when, you know, whether you give a referral to myself in, in the real estate industry or they call the office direct, you know, they're going to get a detailed outline of what the move's going to entail um, from start to finish. We're going to send an estimator out to the home. Um, so they're just not booking hourly and thinking, you know, the price is going to be one thing. And then at the end of the day, it's going to be another. We're going to give them what the actual cost is going to be and then find that price. Uh, and then, you know, we we do introductions. So when they um, book an estimator, they're going to get an email with an actual photo of the estimator. Um, The estimator is going to call and introduce themselves, talk to them a little bit about the process. Um, (laughs) And then uh, they're also going to um, we're actually working on technology now when they actually book the move. They're going to get um, information and photos of uh, who their movers actually are. Um, Yeah. And on the day of the move, when our movers show up, uh, they introduce themselves on the doorstep. Um, they do a walkthrough with the with the customer. And, you know, I always stress to our, our movers and our, our men, our crews that you know, whatever their customer's going through, so are you. Um, if they're going through a happy celebration move, then, you know, you are too. If you're, they're going through a divorce, so are you. Um, and that really makes the customer feel a lot more comfortable with with the move.
0: Yeah, being a chameleon and having all these personalities, um, especially in uh, you know, today's world or the quote unquote new normal, um, you know, how what safety protocols um are moving companies taking or specifically yours, you can't speak for everyone, but uh what, what safety protocols for COVID are you taking?
1: So we actually um, developed software. Uh, There was a lot of software moving companies could buy to do virtual estimates. We developed our own um, where you can either have an on-site estimator or a virtual uh, estimate of the home if they don't feel comfortable. Um, At the beginning of COVID, uh, you know, we were like, we need to figure out a way to, to sanitize these trucks like after every move. Um, so we actually hired a company to come in and we have 67 locations, even though, um, and we're not, but we're not a franchise. We're all under one umbrella. We hired a national company to come in and, um, obviously they would spray down the trucks, you know, but they actually also used a, a specific type of gun where they, the only thing that actually would have proven to kill COVID-19 on the spot was heat. And they actually would heat our trucks up, um, little by little, uh, to about 110 degrees. So that they sanitize, so it would sanitize properly. Um, We also invested a lot of our um, finances into making sure that our movers were safe. Um, So we ordered um, gloves, masks um, without raising our prices to, to the customer. And then we offered the customer gloves and masks as well. So and hand sanitizer.
0: Awesome, yeah. I mean, we've all had, to, you know, as a t- trigger word, we've uh, talked about is pivot, right? We've pivot, <laughs> pivoted to the uh, the new normal and, and and whatnot. And you know, when we talk about personalities and chameleon and all that, you know, th- there are some people that are extremely fearful of COVID, and then there's you know, some people that have you know, it goes the gamut, like you know, they they, they don't you know, they don't have the same fear that some do. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's kind of navigating through those personalities or can be tough. Um, Talking about, you know, moving, you know, for, for those viewers that are viewing now, you know, what are some questions that you should ask your mover when you're interviewing them?
1: Well, we do get a lot of people that call in and say we're just trying to get pricing, um, which is fine. uh, But a lot of moving companies will give pricing without telling them how many men are on the job. Um, so when you're asking for pricing over the phone, uh, which I always recommend asking for an estimator even if it's not offered, um, also asking how, how many men does that include. Uh, a lot of times people talk about hidden fees, um, so you want to ask, you know, is there a fuel charge? Is there a travel time charge? Um, how is that calculated? You also want to ask, you know, are the movers uh, are the movers You know w2 employees or are they day laborers um you know being in this world uh when i see things that other people that maybe other people is just like it goes past their face like nothing happened you know i'm at a home depot um when i first bought my house in south florida it was like 7 a.m and i see a competitor's truck um pull up to home depot and and have like the day laborers that stand outside of home depot jump in the truck and they give them a shirt I'm like hyperventilating. Cause like I live in this world and I'm like, did anyone else just do that? Like, but nobody, it doesn't, you know, that doesn't
0: phase no, them. No,
1: um, so that would have been a good TikTok
0: it. video, by the way.
1: Huh? I that know. would have been
0: a good TikTok <laughs> video.
1: I know. I know. I know. I was like freaking out. Um, yeah. So are, are they W2 employees? Are they background checked? Um, you know, drug tested. Our, our movers go through uh, drug testing when they're hired, but then they also go through random drug testing throughout their employment with us uh uh so you know things like that are they licensed insured um you know those are all questions that you want to ask because there's a lot of listen there's a great a lot of great um, mom and pop movers uh that have one or two trucks and that, so and they do a great job but during the busy season which is may through september um one of the questions you want to ask is well, how big is your fleet um if you have one to two trucks you know, you there's a 50 50 chance and a high probability that if you're a smaller move, um, say say a thousand dollars or less, they may cancel on you last minute, um, because another job that was more profitable and 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 bigger came along. So you definitely want to ask how many how many fleets they ha- uh, have, how many trucks they have in their fleet too.
0: Um, what's the rule of thumb like as far as men? You know, we talk about you know men or women. Uh, we talk about um, you know you know it is a 2000 square foot house three thousand? i mean it, i mean i guess it's a, it's a number of furniture but um and people you know and i know moving companies deal in kind of pounds of, of of the move but it's you know if, if you're a homeowner and you're looking at moving you know you know should you have three people four people five people like uh, is there a rule of thumb that you can go by it really
1: depends on the move i always let A lot of people look at a two-man job and they're like, oh, that hourly rate's only $99. But what they don't realize is that even if they don't have a ton of furniture, you know, maybe they're on the third floor going to another third floor walk up. Um, I would never put two men on that. That's a third three-man job like all day, every day. Uh, I like to have no less than three men on a job because it's more like a well-oiled machine. Um, you're going to have, you know, all of them are going to be wrapping and protecting. And then when furniture is ready to be re you're going to have, you know, a packer in the truck that's also running furniture and then wrapping and protecting inside. Uh, but it really depends on the the type of move. Um, you know, I, people are always like, well, a three-man job can get this done faster. And a four-man is, you know, the rate's higher, but it almost, when you're talking between three and four men, uh, it's almost as though those prices are going to come out to be the same unless you have an exceptional move because a four man rate might be higher, but it's going to go faster. Uh, Three man rate might be less, but it's going to go longer. So they're almost going to equal out. So it just, you know, it depends, but I always, always recommend anything over a thousand square feet um, like apartment, one bedroom apartment. I always recommend three or more men. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, I mean, I speak from, you know, personal experience. I I mean, sometimes we've had two or three, um, you know, men on the job. And, um, you know, we could have used a fourth or even, you know, perhaps a fifth, you know, um, you know, because I guess what people don't realize is that, you know, they look at their furniture and they, they say, oh, it's no big deal. You just have a few things and move this and move that. And, you know, it should only be a few hours. You know, and then all of a sudden it's, you know, 9.30 at night and they're wondering, you know, why it took 14 hours. Uh, well, because you had two people on the job. <laughs> it's like, um, and they over every time for a 3,000-square-foot home. Right, right. And, you know, it's it's crazy to me that, you know, I guess people don't realize how long it takes to move stuff. You know, like... They don't, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we, uh, unfortunately, we... We gather a lot of crap (laughs) over the years, you know, and and we forget about it, Um, you know. But uh, what's the deal with packing? So, you know, I guess, you know, in in our experience in moving in, and maybe um, you could shed some light on this, but in in our experience, you know, packing is really great um, if you have good packers and and they're not just throwing stuff in and mismarking and labeling the boxes. (laughs) you know how do you get <laughs> a, a good crew to, to pack you and you know sh- should you be managing oversighting as a homeowner you know what kind of value could you bring to them
1: so when oh, you, are, you have an estimator count for your home you're going to show them sometimes people want their entire home packs sometimes people want just their breakables packs so they do a half pack some people confuse wrapping and protecting furniture with packing um so if they're packing their own boxes, I always recommend, um, you know, using things that you have already in your home to protect the the, the breakables, you know, your towels, linens, things like that, pillows, throw your, throw your pillows at the bottom of the box to help a little bit of cushion. If you do hire um, professional packers, you know, moving company and such, uh, you don't have to oversee them, but just know that they are going to wrap differently than you. Um, I did have a, a lady in Palm Beach that... She had an extensive collection of glassware, um, very expensive glassware, and specifically her champagne flutes. Uh, she didn't like how the packers were packing it, and she was just micromanaging, and it was making the move go longer. And when I got out there, um, you know, I said to her, uh, I said to one of my movers, I, w- I was like, finish packing the box of the flutes, and uh, and I'd let me know when you're done. Um, because we pack them in such a way, and they're trained to, you know, if you pack glassware in a pattern, a specific pattern, they're not going to break period um 99.9 percent of time (laughs) Uh, but and and we uh, normal people don't pack their glassware in a pattern um so when he did that uh you know we got to the top of the stairs there was of where the the she kept the glassware and i told him to throw the box down the stairs um and she she went ghastly white she almost died uh and I, i said we're gonna go down there. We're gonna unpack that box, and not one flute was broken. Um, so when you're hire packers, um, you know specifically with all my sons, you know they're trained to do things a certain way. It might not always be the way you're gonna do it if you packed your own things, um, but you got to trust the process. So you don't want to micromanage them because they will. They'll start to get nervous. The move is gonna take longer. Um, so you just want to trust the process as well.
0: Yeah, as long as she didn't have a heart attack, because that would have uh, really, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, again, that's a good commercial for uh, all my sons. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's funny, you know, I I mean, listen, there's a lot of people moving these days, right? We have, I think over, we have about a thousand people a day coming into the, the state of Florida. Um, and the majority of those are, you know, I don't know if it's the majority, but a lot of those people are coming into the South Florida market. And, you know, they're looking, you know, to move. And, and you know, it's kind of like when you get two or three estimates, you know, um, a lot of times people are choosing the least expensive option because they're like, it's moving, you know, you're getting point A to point B. Um, but not all movers are created equal, are they?
1: <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs>
0: So what, um you know, I guess the biggest point, you know, at least from personal experience that I've seen, you know, is, is they talk about insurance. Well, you need to, you know, um, I think I, I think the the at least speaking and getting uh, feedback from um, my uh, my homeowners is that, you know, they don't like to be nickel and dime. Right. So like, well you know, they have artwork, so that needs to be created, or that, you know, you need, uh, you have these beautiful TVs, they need to be created, um, then you got to get insurance on them, and all these different little things that, you know, cause, you know, the, the rate to go significantly up, you know, tell us a little bit about, like, the process, you know, of, of, of why it's more expensive, why it's broken down, and those kind of things, and, and what you guys recommend.
1: So, when, so you're, when you're moving and you book a move, um, every moving company includes uh, a specific type of insurance that's uh, federally regulated. It's 60 cents per pound per article of item. Um, that's pretty much nothing. Uh, it's if a mover breaks your table, you get 60 cents on the pound of that table. So if that table was 20 pounds, even though it was you know $5,000 table, you're getting, that's all they're legally ba- like obligated to pay you out because you signed that paperwork. But a lot of people don't think about that. Um, if we suggest something to be created and this is how you properly have to, uh, move it, for example, you know, an 80 inch TV that you don't throw that in a TV box, please create <laughs> <laughs> that <fucker. laughs> because so, that moving insurance that's included does not, um, does not cover electronics. Uh, so you would be, you would be out of luck. Um, but when we specifically require something to be created and they, are adamant they're not going to, we'll have them sign a waiver that they deny creating, um, and we'll pack it to the best of our ability and fingers crossed it makes it because TVs are so expensive these days and it's made so fl- they're made so like flimsy on the inside and they're so delicate going over a speed bump um, could ruin the motherboard. So uh, if they, I always recommend additional insurance on things that are exceptional um, of sentimental value or exceptional value, uh, you know, uh, and we so we every mover sells additional insurance. Um, so if it if there are things like that, it's well worth the money, especially on a long distance trip. Um, on a local trip, you you know fifty fifty can get away with it. But on a long distance one, um, especially if you're going with a van line where the, you don't have a dedicated truck, you have other people's things on the truck. Uh, you definitely want to get that that additional insurance, either from the mover or from uh, you know movinginsurance.com. And sometimes. You know, homeowners insurance, whether it's the place you're moving out of or the place you're moving into, have riders where you can add moving insurance um, for your move uh, and it costs less. So I always okay. recommend looking at people's homeowners insurance.
0: No, that's a, gr- a great idea. You know, and, you know, people don't like buying insurance in general, right? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, just, you know, because they only like to buy, you know, they only like to buy insurance, you know, when they need it. You know so and, and unfortunately it doesn't work that way you know? <laughs> like you break it okay i'll buy the insurance Um, that's probably not gonna work <laughs> so um talking about you know the the moving business and the in the industry how do you get through you know because listen i mean in all honesty just like a realtor right the barrier of entry is pretty low um you get an operational license and or occupational license and you're you know you're a mover and obviously you have to do uh, certain things, um, you know, with um, bounding insurance and stuff like that. But, you know, in general, you know, the barrier of entry, opening a real estate firm or opening a uh, a um, moving firm, you know, is is pretty low. And, and we've seen, you know, quite honestly, some similarities in, in, in some of the professionalism or lack thereof, um, in, you know, in our industries. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you combat some of the Bad apples, I guess. Ooh, <laughs>
1: um, you know, I try and make people feel as comfortable as possible when moving. Uh, that's why you know when I get a referral, I like to be that first point of contact so I can make them. You know, whether it's a small move or a big move, um, you know they get they get the same VIP treatment as one of our you know Dallas Cowboys or, or Miami Dolphins players. Uh, but it's really you know it's hard to combat um, when people are looking at just price um it's hard to combat you know what what they're looking for but you know i feel i find the best way is to educate people um a lot of estimates i, I come up against i you know they're like we break everything down so you know exactly what you're being charged um but a lot of people like ha- like how will hide them in the rate uh for example you know maybe our three man crew is 139 an hour and then we have a, a material charge and a and a, a, f- a fuel rate on top of that and then I'll I'll get an estimate where people say, well, they're not charging me material or fuel. And I'm like, well, their three-man hourly rate is 169 per hour and mine's 139 per hour. They're getting their material and fuel. <laughs> um, so it's just about educating them, especially, um, you know, I, I always will look at an estimate from another mover and go over it with the customer and, and, and explain it to them. Um, whereas, you know, maybe they missed the the price or the date where this date is on this price is only good through this date, and then it's past that date already. If they would have signed it, they would have been out of luck, and the, the mover would have been able to charge whatever they wanted. Um, especially when we come up against a van line that might be uh, less expensive than our quote, explaining how the van lines work and, and what exactly is happening because they don't understand they just know a truck's gonna show up. So it, I really feel like education is the best way to combat um, any of the bad apples in moving companies uh, and any of the ones that think they're slick, so. Yeah, I love it.
0: And managing their, you know, the homeowner's expectations, you know, obviously through that process in, in the education. So it's great. Most important <laughs> thing is um how do, how do we meet to it? A-
1: how do we, want- oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, I went to University of Alabama. I know, right? <laughs> Um yeah, he's uh, I, I was the, I was there um for the national championship when he was, was second and twenty-six um uh against Georgia. So that was pretty cool. Anyway, um so I always uh well before we get to the last two questions, um give us two Instagram tri- tricks um that uh or tips that you know may help uh people that are viewing now.
1: Use video. Um, the algorithms of Instagram have changed so many times during COVID nineteen. Uh, you know, video is king. I have realtors that that will look at me and say, um, "Well, I don't like how I sound," or "I don't like how I look." Um, and I'm like, then you need to find a new profession because this is what you look like, and this is how you sound, um, right? But video is king. Uh, it, the algorithms for your Instagram account organically will hit a video um, better than than a photo or anything along those lines. So uh, go live as much as possible as you can on your Instagram account, and um, post as many videos as you can. Um, you know, 15 second or less videos get a lot more uh, a lot more um, engagement, especially when you're you're posting to your Reels and your uh, stories. Um, so that would be tip number one, definitely engage with your video. Uh, you know, when you, when you, you post a video subconsciously in someone's head, uh, stuff starts to happen more so than a picture. Um, my tip number two, use the auto fit button. Uh, I'm so tired of seeing people post photos and like half the photo or or majority of the, yeah, use the (laughs) auto, Um, you know, I just took a screenshot this morning of uh, a realtor who posted something. And it was a great post, except she didn't use the auto fit button, so the sides of the photo were, you know, and a, important parts of the photo um, were cut off. So I screenshotted mm-hmm. that. And I, I'm going to use it in my presentation. <laughs> like, don't be that realtor. Use right. the auto fit button.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So yeah, know the rules. Um, right. That's awesome. So I always end the the uh, interview with um, last two questions. What is um, your favorite all-time streaming series like Netflix or Hulu or whatever? Um, and what are you currently watching?
1: Ooh, um, so, you know, on Netflix, I just finished, I just binge watched actually, and I almost ate Chinese every night from uh, Uber Eats, uh, All American. And- oh, I loved I- it. Yeah, great not wait until it comes back on uh, it's supposed to come back in january but who knows um so i i started binge watched that and i just finished that this past week um so and then i'm a big fan of like football stuff um anything football uh, my dad played and so and i was you ever remember the titans you remember that uh sure. that have you ever seen that um About the eight times.
0: Daughter, maybe 80 times
1: right the coach's daughter that was like all up in his business knowing yeah, all the plays yeah. Me growing up, like my he wasn't allowed to analyzing film until um, I went to ballet because I threw myself on the ground. So currently um, in Netflix, it's called um, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Tikes. Uh, it's about the tackle football uh, in uh, in Texas, and uh, it's actually really actually interesting to watch and, and see what happens. So Friday, yeah. it's called Tikes.
0: Uh, Friday Night Lights,
1: right? No Tikes, because it's about the little midget kids. It's
0: oh. about the. Like, kids. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, the one that I, uh, well, the last two series, uh, Queen's Gambit, was unbelievable. If, uh, if you haven't watched that, I definitely highly recommend that. Um, and Kingdom, um, it was amazing. So those are my my two as well. So, um, Jameson, thank you so much for uh, joining us. We really appreciate it. I think you got a lot of value out of this. Customer experience is so important in moving and storage. And you know, you're not all created equal. Uh, just like realtors <laughs> and brokers aren't all created equal. Um, there are professional ones, and then there are ones. You know, you know, when you go with a, a larger mover, you also have the ability. Um, you know, because everyone makes mistakes, and it's ability to um, turn that negative into a positive um, rather than, you know, just kind of shunning you and bait and switch (laughs) all those bad terms that are uh, associated with both our industries. So um, we certainly appreciate it. Again, Jameson also with all my sons moving in storage. She's excellent. Uh, Look her up, Uh, get connected through Facebook, um, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, thanks again. And next Tuesday, we have another exciting guest. So we uh, really, really appreciate it. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Thanks so much, Jason. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.